Hey, welcome in. It is the NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast. I am your host, Shano, aka The Therapist. The first round of the 2023 season is in the books, and what a doozy it was. A lot of footy to get to, and uh, hey, let's let's uh, let's start off with the Thursday night stonker. Really great game between the Storm and the Parramatta Reels. Let's check out the highlight there. Right, Grant goes for a scamper. Harry Grant has gone for Melbourne. Harry Grant has gone over for the Storm on hands and knees. The first time. They hit the front in the match. He's 83 minutes into the contest. And Harry Grant has scored for Melbourne. And the run of King Craig Bellamy and first round victories continues. And the Parramatta Hearts are broken. There we go, uh, audio there from uh, Fox Sports and Andrew Voss doing a great job as per usual. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic game of footy to kick off the season. Uh, two of the uh, two of the stronger clubs for sure, and I think they both showed. Even though it was there was a little bit of rust, um, which you're going to expect in the especially in round one, but in the early rounds of the competition. Uh, but I think these two teams are two tough, gritty teams, and they're going to be they're going to be top eight sides for sure. I thought the Storm were really impressive. Uh, to stay in that to stay in that game, six nil at half time. Parramatta were dominating that game and probably should have been up by more. The Storm stuck with it, and um, uh, a massive. I mean, the biggest incident was the uh, Cameron Munster. Uh, they're saying it was a compound fracture. Though he's gone, that's I mean, God knows how many weeks on the sideline there. Strapped him up at half time and and put him back out there and. Uh, I mean, he he uh, had just had little touches in that game. It's just little bits of class. I thought I thought the storm were gone at halftime. When Munster ran back out there, I thought they are still a chance here because he is such a he's such an inspiration for that side. And uh, far out, it was uh, it was massive backbone stuff there from Cam Munster. Uh, the try scores: Will Penasini dotted over for the first. Uh, Junior Paolo scored as well. Really nice try set up there by uh, the Evergreen Josh Hodson. Who I thought had a pretty good game playing the full 80 plus um, in the dummy half role uh, for the Storm. Uh, Nick Meany, Tonema Pier, and Harry Grant, as you just heard there, uh, got the match winner. Fantastic try at the end there. Um, really, uh, really smart play there. All the defensive line would have been aiming towards Munster, Hughes, possibly Meany lining up for the uh, for the field goal. And uh, and Grant just uh, Grant knew that, and uh, he took his chances and um, got over the line there. Fantastic way to finish the game. Um, I actually thought uh, I actually thought the standard was was probably a little bit higher than what I was expecting. To be honest with you, uh, let's have a look at some of the Supercoach scores because um, there was some really good scoring in this game. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, Junior Polo with 101. He did score that try. Hop good. How good. 99. Played the full game. Uh, pretty much everyone's got them in their team. I was interested to see uh, how many sides would have had a stacked second row and possibly didn't play Hopgood. That'll be really interesting. If they, if they did make that mistake, they won't do it twice. Uh, he was ultra impressive. Uh, everything that was talked about 
and the hype around him in the preseason. He delivered for sure. Uh, he looks he looks an absolute weapon out there. Excellent player. Uh, Will Penasini, 65, with the try. Queen Gutho, 59. Hodgson, 58. Uh, Bryce Cartwright with 48. He actually he outscored uh, the other cheapie in the second row there, Dury, who got 34. Uh, so uh, Dylan Brown, a pretty disappointing 29. Quiet game for Dylan Brown. Uh, not much doing there. Mitchell Moses, 14. Contract talks and all that stuff, and then you throw up a score like that. He didn't have a very good game, uh, Mitchell Moses, I didn't think. Let's have a look. Uh, Josh King, 98 for the Storm. Uh, set up that really nice try there with nice ball skills uh, in the second half. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he played the full game as well. And Josh King, one of the darlings, uh, cheapies from last year who paid off for owners, uh, really slept on this year. He is in the mid fours. I think he might be even high fours. So, you know, it could be definitely an option. If he's going to be an 80-minute lock forward for the Storm, um, I think people might be scrambling to get him in. There was that try assist, though, um, that boosted his score. Don't expect that every week. Harry Grant, 96, you absolute beauty. Uh, scored the match winner, as we heard. Um, pretty quiet in the first half, but came into his own in the second half when um, when the forwards are getting tired and there's a bit more room around the ruck there for him to manipulate. Off he goes and uh, and justified the um, the high price tag there with, a, with an outstanding score. Uh, I thought Tottenham Appeal was very strong, 69. Cam Munster, 68, with um, you know with bones sticking out of his hand. How how good. Uh, Christian Welsh was 61. I thought Christian Welsh uh, had the offload going, looked really good. Once they get uh, once they get gelling, and there's going to be a few more effective offloads there for Christian Welsh for his um, for his support players, and that score is going to go through the roof. Uh, I thought Liero was very strong, as was Katoa, both hitting 48 and 47. Um, Will Warbrick, 29, popular cheapy. Uh, whether you played him or not, interesting call. He looked pretty good. Uh, looks like um, looks like Xavier Coates might be out for at least a few weeks there with a, I think it's a shoulder injury. Uh, and Munster, it sounds like he will need surgery uh, on the finger. Um, so we'll see if that means any time out or not. But uh, very impressive by the Storm. Parramatta, I wouldn't be too concerned. It was uh, the game was there for the taking, um, but their their halves just didn't step up. Uh, Brown and Moses just didn't step up. Uh, the Storm took their chances, and um, and they continue their uh, they continue their twenty year streak, I believe, of winning in round one, um, which is just absurd. Um, so well done to the Storm. We'll be back in a minute. All right, to Friday night action we go. And the first game was in Wellington between the Warriors and the Knights. Let's check out what happened. Here is Martin. He comes to William. He turns Young inside out. Runs to Miller. Nickel Klugstar steps Young. He'll win the race. Nickel Klugstar. He got it going at the other end. He finishes it off here. Charles Nickel Klugstar saluting for the Warriors in his first game back. At the New Zealand club, a successful win for the Warriors, 20-12 to 12 over the Newcastle Knights. Again, a little bit of rust. You expect that in round one. Uh, I thought both teams were, um, were were pretty competitive, actually. But uh, when you're watching it, you think, I don't know if either side is really a top eight team. They're definitely going to be more mid-range at best. The Warriors coming out on top, tries to Kossi, R4, that one for Nickel Clockstar, and Wade Egan. The uh, the Wade Egan try, unbelievable there. 
the line was set forever where there was a big delay. And uh, we're just wait, waiting, waiting, waiting. And I'm looking at the TV. And I'm going, there's no one at marker. They're about three meters out from the line. I'm thinking, there's no one at marker. Wade Egan figured that out too. <laughs> he just shot through and scored the try. I'm not sure if that was possibly um, Lockie Miller. Uh, he should have, I'm pretty sure he was one of the defenders on the line there. And I'm pretty sure he possibly should have been at marker. Uh, he wasn't. And he uh, Wade Egan just strolled through for the match winner for the Warriors. Uh, for the uh, Newcastle Knights, uh, Lockie Fitzgibbon dotted over um, before just uh, straight after the whistle. There was a mistake. Newcastle went down the field. Ponga put Fitzgibbon through a gap, and Heimel Hunt scored a try as well. 20 points to 12. Uh, well done to the Warriors picking up the win. Let's have a look at the Super Coach points. Um, Wade Egan did top it with 90. Tohu Harris, a workman like effort. I think he might have played the full 80, 81 points. Out of that, I believe there was a line break assist. Uh, so there was a little bit of an attack there, but uh, you take that out. It's still about a 70-point game for Tohu Harris. That's what you're going to get from a workhorse like him. Uh, Mitch Barnett with 70. Nickel Clockstar, very popular. Uh, kind of mid-range cheapy uh, in your center wings. Yeah, he got 63. Jackson Ford played big minutes uh, for 62. He looked really good. You had the offload going as well. Something to look out for there. Uh, Braden Miliami with 53. Uh, who else is super coach relevant? Uh, Noor Kore, 35. A little bit disappointing. He played, I think, about 60 minutes or so. He did come off in the second half, came on with about seven or eight minutes to go. Uh, really interesting how they played the bench there. Josh Curran didn't play much time at all. Uh, one of the a former gun of super coach, just uh, six points for him. Uh, for the Knights, Lockie Fitzgibbon, 69. Caelan Ponga, 61. Uh, Ponga owners will be happy with that, I thought. Did go off. Uh, real contentious call. Uh, doctor's assessment for a head knock. He did actually, when he was going for a loose ball, he was he was struck by Fanua Blake. Um, nothing foul play about it. Uh, and he did lay prone on the ground just for a second. I could see it out of the corner of my eye. I thought, oh, there's trouble. Uh, as a Ponga owner, you know, you're watching him closely. And sure enough, about two minutes later, uh, the doctor in the bo- in the um, in the booth there, or in the bunker, or wherever the hell he is, said um, he's got to come off for an independent um, doctor's assessment. Uh, Ponga was not happy, uh, and it cost Newcastle because it was in crunch time towards the end of the game there, and he was out. So that really, really cost uh, Newcastle. But um, you know, I'd, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't matter if it happens in the 70th minute or the seventh minute. Uh, if the if the independent doctor thinks you, thinks you've been um, possibly concussed. Off you go. And I know it's frustrating, um, but that's just how it is. Uh, for Supercoach, what else we got? Uh, Daniel Saifidi, 50. You know, that's, I think that's what we're going to probably expect from Saifidi. Uh, remember, you're paying less than 500 grand for the bloke, so don't expect, uh, don't expect rock star scores. Um, and I reckon that's about his lot. Um, what else we're doing here? Not much else. Tyson Frizzell uh, went off very early. He failed a HIA very, very early on. Uh, look, I think um, I think Newcastle were game, uh, but they've got they've got to improve a lot. I think they're definitely a, a bottom four uh, contender for sure. The Warriors might join them, but uh, picking up these home wins ultra important um, for the Warriors if they're going to be any slim chance whatsoever of making the top eight. Now, uh, the Penrith Panthers and the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, welcome back to uh, welcome back 
to the two-time defending premiers, gunning for a three-peat. Uh, the crowd was absolutely frothing out there at Bluebet, and, uh, well, it didn't quite work out. Let's have a look. Here's a nice ball and some great stepping. Ezra Mann breaks through. Farmworth chasing. A kick for Oates to chase. This is unbelievable. Look at this for a neck and neck. It's a try. Has he scored? Who's got the head first? Herbie thinks he's outgunned them all. Matt Thompson with the call there for Channel 9. As the Brisbane Broncos spoil the coming home party for the Penrith Panthers with a Unbelievable 13-12 victory. Very gutsy effort from the Brisbane Broncos. Their defense was unbelievable. Uh, very strong, very staunch. Penrith still looked a wee bit clunky. Uh, it might take a little bit longer. Look, regression is, is inevitable. We're in the salary cap. Uh, this team has been the standout team of the NRL for the last three years, winning two grand finals, beating grand finalists uh, back in 2020. Uh, when they were the best team that year as well, I thought uh, you just can't you can't keep everyone forever. Um, key elements like Kickout and Coruscant leaving, uh, we thought would make a difference. It clearly has, um, and yeah, really interesting to see how Penrith go. I still think they're a top. I still think they're a top four team, uh, and maybe Brisbane's a top four team as well, or definitely a top eight team based on what we saw last night. Uh, they were superb. Uh, Penrith got off to a great start. Uh, Stephen Crichton scored a try. They took a break around the right there, and off they went. Martin was involved, put uh, and oh, the fullback Ed, got Edwards involved, who put uh, Crichton away. I thought, here we go. That was in the eighth minute. Here we go. But uh, Brisbane really uh, stuck to their defensive guns. Farnworth got a double. That was a break there from uh, Mam, and then put the grubber through, uh, the long range grubber through, and uh, Farnworth outrun Toto, uh to the try line to score there for the Bronx and. And Adam Reynolds' uh, field goal in the 71st minute proved to be the difference after Sonny Luke dotted over close to the line uh, to make it 13 points uh, to 12. Um, so the Reynolds field goal made all the difference. Uh, a lot of talking points to come out of this game. Uh, firstly, if we have a look at the uh, Supercoach points, Herbie Farmworth with 76. Your two workhorses there, Carrigan and Payne Haas, 73 and 69. Play big minutes in the middle. They are going to be integral uh, probably the most integral part with Reynolds to how the Broncos roll this year. Uh, and that 73 and 69, uh, two gun scores there for two uh, real studs and guys that I think you need to consider uh, if you don't already have them in your Supercoach team. Have a look. Maybe if um, your team's a little volatile, you can have some real rock-steady guys like Carrigan and Haas. Much of the Tohu Harris mold, I feel. Uh Broncos aren't really all that super coach relevant apart from these blokes, to be fair, if I have a look. Man with a good score, 55. His defense was really good. They targeted him, and he was very, very strong in defense, as were his 16 teammates. Uh, for the Panthers, Liam Martin with 80. Yo, 63, doing his thing. Sonny Luke, 57. He played about 25 minutes. You see him there on the sideline, all huddled up in the rain with his, um, uh, with his, uh, with his coat over the top. And all that talk in the preseason about Luke will play 50 to 55 minutes and all the rest of it wasn't happening. But when he came on, wow, he made a he made a massive difference. I think his minutes will definitely improve going forward. He did make a massive difference, score to try. Just uh, quite deceptive, our dummy half there. He's got that um, show one way, go the other thing uh, down pat um, uh, at dummy half. And uh, yeah, he clearly is uh, a 
he clearly is a great prospect for uh, Penrith and for your super coach. Uh, what else we got? Nathan Cleary, 51, pretty quiet game. I had the C on Nathan Cleary. Uh, and then I decided, no, nah, I'll, I'll keep my power to try. I'll, I'll put the V on him and see how it goes. 51. Uh, for those that captain him, you will be a little bit disappointed. Uh, Taruva, I thought, was really good. Gave it everything. 41 for him, for the cheapie. Uh, Luke Garner with 40. Uh, we all know he's no kick out. Uh, and 40 points, you probably hope for a little bit more. Uh, didn't play the full 80 either. I think he might have come off around the 60th minute. Ryan Tor, 35. Uh, not a great return for the very popular uh, center wing gun with just 35. The run meters weren't quite there like they normally are with Tor. Uh, I don't know if that was more strategy and uh, good work from the Broncos with the kicking game, or if he's if Tor's maybe um, maybe carrying something we don't know about. Um, but either way, a pretty disappointing return. But 13 points to 12. Uh, Brisbane, fantastic start to the year. Penrith, I wouldn't worry too much. Uh, you're still a top team. You're still a top four team in my eyes. Uh, but having a game like this in round one uh, and a bit of a boil over uh, really bodes well for the rest of the season. We'll be back in a minute. Okay, Super Saturday kicked off at Brookvale Oval where Manly hosted the Bulldogs. Manly coming off the strong pre-season. Uh, minus uh, Turbo and minus Cherry Evans. Would they be rusty? Let's find out. He put Alamotti there under pressure. Cherry Evans towing it forward. Play on. The Fox falls over. Oh. Cherry Evans dives in. 80-minute player for Brad Arthur in the Parramatta Eels. We play 80 again today. Paseka, Trevojevic, Cherry Evans. Good can't get to him. Cherry Evans has a double. It's Cherry Evans thinking about the one-pointer, a bit of field goal practice. Why not get some in? They've got six again here, though. Forward out of dummy half. Cherry Evans takes an intercept. And it's a rare afternoon for the skipper. He bags three. He Warren Smith with the call for Fox Sports. Manly coming out 31-6. to six point victors over the Bulldogs a uh, bit of a hiding in the end there it was a lot closer I think it was 12-6 at half time Manly pulled away at the end tries to Turbo Garrick Cherry Evans with the three that we just heard there uh, for the doggies Reed Marnie uh, scored their only try uh, you'd expect super coach wise uh, if you got a hat trick you'd ton up and Cherry Evans certainly did with 119 Ruben Garrick with 110 Tommy Trebojevic coming back uh, great to see him in action. 97 points for him. Uh, look, you don't have to like Manly to enjoy watching Tommy play, possibly not against your side uh, when he's in full flight. But uh, really great to see. Massive crowd there at Brookvale cheering their boys on. It was really cool. Uh, so, look, those three boys really scored. Uh, scores go up a cliff after that uh, from a super coach perspective. Uh, Sean Kepi, uh, popular cheapie there. Uh, look, 40 points uh, ended up starting off the bench. You'll take 40 points from a cheapie, especially he's a, he's a um, dual position there. Uh, there's nothing wrong with 40 points for Sean Kepi. You're happy with that. For the Dogs, Reed Marnie, 75. Max King tried his heart out in the middle there, 52. They are very short-handed in the middle. Kickouts, 32. Uh, bizarre play there that you would have possibly seen the highlights for when on the last tackle and Burton just passes it on. Um, he says to Kikau here, do your best. He ends up kicking it out in the full. 
Um, that's what they brought him in for, wasn't it? To do that kind of stuff. I mean, seriously, sorted out Bulldogs. I think they will be better. Um, they need to be better uh, for sure. Um, Preston, a young fella, uh, got thrown in there, 25 for him. Uh, Alamotti, 22. Just not much doing. Matt Burton, just 18. Pele, just eight. So, look, not much doing there at the Bulldogs. You know, they'll improve from that, but they've got a lot of work to do. Manly did look really, really strong. Uh, they've got the bye next week, which is a bit of a shame for them, but it's always good to get uh, to get uh, points in week one, and that's what they did. We'll be back in a minute. Okay, up to Townsville we go, where the Cowboys hosted the Raiders. Dearden and Townsend, little kickback in field. Oh, this is absolutely superb. To execute a play like that. In essentially the opening minutes of a new season, we are watching a serious rugby league team here. And the awareness of Townsend just off the outside of his boot to find drink water. Just short of the line. Another set. Cameron defending on their line. Oh, Watson! So good! Drink water! A little bit of magic! Andrew Voss with the call there for Fox Sports. The Cowboys just squeaking past the uh, the very brave Canberra Raiders. 19 points to 18. Uh, drink water, as we heard there, with a double. Uh, Tolangi scored a try as well for the Raiders. Emre Gula, Starling, and Whiten scored. Uh, look, they were the Cowboys were absolutely all over the Raiders in the first half. Really high, um, really high possession. They had all of the ball, uh, completing really, really well, and were dominating. And possibly, possibly could have been up by more. I know on the presser, uh, Todd Payton was asked about that, uh, and he, you know, he kind of bristled back on what do you want, forty nil or something. And they probably could have scored a wee bit more. They really were dominating, and the Raiders were on the rack. And then they let the Raiders in for a try uh, to Emre Gould, a pretty soft one. Uh, one of the only times Canberra had been down that end of the field and they scored a really soft try. They were just plowing it through, punch, trying to punch through with the forwards and eventually they did. It was pretty soft uh, and there was concerning there and then Canberra came out in the second half, played really good. Uh, the Cowboys went to sleep and they were very lucky in the end to get away with the win. Chad Townsend ponting the field goal in the 76th minute. Um, look, I think the Cowboys looked strong. That first half was excellent. You think, oh boy, these guys are... These guys are raring to go. They, they look rock solid for this year. They're playing really good footy. But concerning that they just slipped away so badly in the second half and really good signs for the Raiders that they stuck in it. You would have thought the, um, the energy levels would be bloody low at half time there uh, and they might struggle towards the back end of the game. Not to be at all. I thought they were, I thought they were really, really good. Uh, well done to them. Let's have a look at Supercoach scores uh, for the Cowboys. Reese Robson was 74. Uh, Ruben Cotter. Uh, very popular front rower there, 63. Val Holmes, a popular in the um, centre wing position with 63. Uh, Scott Drinkwater, 59 with two tries. So, you know, that's uh, that's Drinkwater styles. Um, 59 there, that's what you're going to get. Uh, fallen, um, I'm not fallen, kind of forgotten man a wee bit from a Supercoach perspective. Jason Tamalolo with 43. Uh, as we cruise on down. Uh, Jeremiah Nana, a little bit of a smoky. Uh, for a uh, second row position, just the 27 there. So 
that's kind of he's not a, an accumulator of points is Nanai. Um, 27, a little bit of a concern. Uh, for the Raiders, Tom Starling was 73. Emre Gula, 72. Emre Gula was in my Supercoach team uh, up until he was uh, named on the bench. Uh, I put a line through him. Look, he's not going to score tries every week, obviously. Uh, but 72 is a good return for Gula. Uh, Joe Tarpany, just 57. I had a bit of second half. I think he might have only been on about 18 or 19 uh, by half time there. Came out, played um, a bit stronger in the second half along with his teammates. Uh, Corey Harawira Naira with 40. He's a bit of a smoky, uh, but um, he had a came off for a HIA as well. Uh, sticky in the presser, um, putting the boot in about the HIAs and there's no trust. And you know what? I think there's probably a good reason why there's no trust between the NRL uh, and um, well, he gave the um, the Players Association a bit of a bake as well. Uh, between them and the coaches. I can, and he said, you know, do you think I'd put a bloke on the field who was concussed? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I totally think you would. I think all the coaches would. Um, depending, if it's a front row, maybe. I mean, it's just, there's so, it's so dodgy, the whole thing. I mean, um, it's amazing how front rowers, uh, there's no hesitation on bringing them off. Keep that middle rotation going. But if it's uh, one of your halves or one of your outside backs or something like that, then it's a controversy, isn't it? And Seb Chris went off, and all of a sudden they don't have a fallback, and you know he's blowing up. You know, it's uh, you know it's one of those things where I think there's a good reason why there's no trust. But it's it's great to be back. It's great to have the footy back and have Sticky uh, blowing up in the presser. Look, 1918. Uh, I think both teams will take a lot out of that. I think especially Canberra, a really good effort to go up to Townsville uh, and be really resilient when it looked like. Uh, they were in for a hiding there at one stage. Uh, they stuck with it. Uh, didn't come away at the points, but not the worst effort by the Raiders. Uh, for the Cowboys, uh, still plenty to improve on to try and play close to an 80-minute game, but you will take the two points and move on. All right, the final game on Super Saturday, it was the South Sydney Bunnies travelling to Cronulla to take on those Sharkies. Uh, South Sydney, uh, highly touted for this year, um, pretty much got everything in place. Maybe a question mark over their uh, second-year halfback. Let's see how he went on Saturday night. On it goes to the halfback, Trindle. Kennedy dummies it straight through, creates an opening. Now for Murray. Murray on to Ilias. The dummy. Oh, he almost got there. In fact, he does on a second attempt. This is a dream start to 2023 for Lachlan Ilias. Here it comes to Murray. Out the back for Ilias. A delightful pass for Campbell Graham. Lachlan Ilias. It's his second season, but it feels like tonight a star is born. Dan Ganane for Fox Sports there, and he is spot on. Lachlan Elias leading his side to a 27-18 victory over the Sharkies. Uh, very impressive from uh, the second-year halfback, who had a, I mean, I thought he had a pretty good debut year. I mean, there was, uh, you know, he got, uh, he got dropped after that St. George game. Controversially, it wasn't really his fault. Um, kind of made maybe a wee bit of a scapegoat there. Uh, returned a week or two later, and I thought he was pretty solid uh, for his first year. Not everyone's going to be uh, not everyone's going to be Alan Langer or Ricky Stewart or anything like that. 
But holy moly, uh, really came out firing with them without the ball. His defense was superb. They targeted him all night, and he stood up. I don't know how many tackles he put on Teague Wilton there, uh, but he, he took care of business. He was fantastic, saving tries, uh, really putting his body on the line defense and setting them up, scoring them as well. He did score a try, as did Colin Matangi, uh, Campbell Graham with a double as well. Latrell Mitchell kicking all the goals. For the Sharkies, Trindle, Katoa, and Teague Wilton did score 27-18. Uh, look, I thought still plenty of drop ball, uh, and there was plenty of that, and you're going to expect that uh, in the early rounds, I guess. I thought the footy was still a really high standard, but there was quite a lot of drop ball. Uh, but look, I thought the um, in the end, the Sharks, uh, they weren't... They weren't terrible. Um, definitely missing uh, Hines for sure. Just missing that polish there. Uh, and the Bunnies did look very, very good. Uh, had some injury concerns. Did the Bunnies uh, with uh, Jai Arrow having to go off. Tola went off, uh, I think, in the second minute. So um, they really rolled their sleeves up uh, and gritted out the performance. Campbell Graham with 110. Lachlan Ilias with 85. Cam Murray, another great game, 84. I'm just, oh, I'm, I'm, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get sickening. He's, I'm just going to keep crapping on about what an awesome player he is. Uh, Latrell Mitchell with 73. A uh, good return for him. They, they, did, they went right a lot more than what I think people were expecting. Unfortunately, they didn't go all the way to the right out to, uh, out to my boy Thompson there on the wing. Uh, Campbell Graham ended up scoring a couple of tries himself, but um, they didn't really look to the left as much. Then they looked just as slick on um, moving it to the right. And Damian Cook was everywhere, 68. Very, very busy game in the middle of the pitch. Uh, Davi Mawali with 42. Um, Chikan might become a bit of an option. Uh, it looks like Arrow has done a hammy. So that's probably a couple of weeks at least. Chikan could be an option there on the edge, although there is uh, Jacob Host as well, who will probably just slot in there. You would have thought... Uh, Isaac Thompson, popular cheapie, with 37. Uh, Cody Walker with 30. Uh, I don't think Cody Walker is a super coach option at the moment. Uh, if they start clicking, and they really did here, they did look good, um, you could put him in. He'd be a massive pod. I think a lot of people are maybe looking to bring Cody Walker into the side when the draw opens up for the Bunnies. But with the way they're looking, I think the draw's open right now. Uh, they look super slick. Uh, for the Sharkies, uh, Will Kennedy with 70 points. Teague Wilton with 66, a uh, late try there, helping his score out. Um, but, yeah, just not a lot doing here. Uh, you know, really, really good players having pretty low super coach scores. Uh, Talakai, 37. That reeked a little bit of what was happening towards the end of last year. Renato Militalo, just nine. Uh, yikes. Um, look, the Sharkies will be back. They're a, they're a good team. Um Nico Hines will make a massive difference, but a super start uh, to finish Super Saturday for those bunnies. To Sunday footy we go, and up at Suncorp, it was the dawn of a new age. The Dolphins taking on the mighty Roosters. No one gave the Dolphins a chance, and this happened. Over the top was Radley. The Russell King, straight through, he's got support. Matt Thompson for Channel 9 there. The Hammer scoring the first try in the history of the Dolphins. 
it wouldn't be the last either. The Dolphins coming out 28-18 winners over the Roosters in a massive boil over. Uh, holy moly, did not see this one coming. I don't know if any people did really. Uh, there were a, a few people saying, look, they'll, um, Bennett will have the Dolphins up. They will be tackling, they will be defending, but they won't have enough juice to beat the Roosters. Uh, they cleaned them out, 28 to 18. The Hammer scoring Mark Nichols. Uh, Asako got a double. Uh, Asako looked fantastic there. Uh, Lima Alu also scored a try for the Dolphins. Um, Asako with the four conversions there for the Roosters. Suali'i, Hutchison, and Tupo scored. Walker with three conversions. 28-18, and it didn't even really feel that close towards the end. The Roosters were terrible. But let's focus on the Dolphins. Congratulations to them. They really turned it around there. Felice Cafusi decided to roll the sleeves up and put in a massive effort, a man-of-the-match effort, which uh, won him the Artie Beetson medal, uh, which will be played between for the man-of-the-match in um, this contest going forward, uh, which is awesome uh, to salute uh, the great Artie Beetson. Uh, but, wow, 28-18 uh, in front of a really good crowd there at Suncorp. How good is it to see Suncorp on a Sunday afternoon uh, the sun just beating down and uh, two teams throwing the ball around. Uh, really good stuff. Look, fantastic for the Dolphins. Let's have a look at some of the Supercoach scores there. Uh, look, the Dolphins aren't really all that Supercoach relevant. Or are they? Or are they? Asako with 108. Marshall King with 89. Just continuing on from the good form he had with the Doggies last year. Uh, the Hammer was 76. Look, I didn't think the Hammer was a good option uh, for Supercoach. Uh, look, I might prove to be correct over... a over a period of time, but at this stage, I look like a fool. Uh, 76 for him, including that try we just heard there. Uh, Tom Gilbert, pretty popular uh, mid-ranger there with 49. Cartola with 42. Uh, the cheapy there. I did see uh, a lot of teams do have Cartola in their side. Uh, look, I've avoided him. I wanted four, um, I want four guns, four point scorers uh, in my halves. Uh, so I went, I went down that route. Uh, those that uh, decide to save a bit of money and spend it elsewhere and bring in Katoa, you'll be very happy with a 42-point return. He is going to be making money for sure. Uh, and look, he, you know, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't outstanding, but he did a really good job um, for the Dolphins. And you know, things are just going to get better and better for him. You would have thought, although, don't expect. Don't expect uh, miracles from the Dolphins. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out uh, and, and you know, they're really up for this game and maybe next week they're a wee bit flatter. We'll wait and see. Let's have a look at the disappointing Roosters. Uh, Nat Butcher was 64. Sam Walker was 62. Uh, Kiri with 51. Tedesco with 51 as well. Very popular fullback, obviously. Uh, Brandon Smith with 38. He had a HIA. Uh, as well, uh, Matt Lodge uh, looks like he uh, he's copped a facial injury. He might be out for a few weeks. Uh, Radley copped a pretty nasty head knock. You wouldn't expect him to be named next week. Uh, look, Egan Butcher uh, with 36. Uh, he had a sin bin as well. Uh, yeah, very disappointing for the Roosters. I will talk about them a little bit later, but well done to those Dolphins. Okay, the last game of round one, and it was the Gold Coast Titans heading to Leichhardt to take on the West Tigers, who always play well at Leichhardt, don't they? You go 
goes to Boyd for Fita into a hole. Runs to Laurie. It goes on that left-hand side. They'll score through Philip Sami. No, they don't, is the answer to that question. The Tigers go down 22 points to 10. It was actually a pretty good game of football. I thought the Gold Coast were really, really good. Uh, and the Tigers, concerns. Lots of concerns. Let's have a look here. Uh, Philip Sami scoring that try. Sorry, the uh, call was uh, Warren Smith uh, with Fox Sports there. Philip Sami scoring that try. He actually got a double, as did McIntyre. Brimson uh, scored one later in the game as well. Uh, Tanner Boyd with three conversions for their 22 points. For the Tigers, Dewey and Laurie, that's it. Ten points. Uh, you'd expect more on a dry, sunny Leichhardt Oval against Gold Coast. You know, not exactly a defensive powerhouse. Uh, Tigers, lots of concerns. Like I said, I actually enjoyed the game. I thought it was a really good game. I actually thought there'd be a few more points scored, a bit more free-flowing. Uh, certainly lost a little bit of cash on this one. Let's have a look super coach wise uh, for the Titans. David Fafida, 83, as we heard there, bust of the line. Boyd put him through, and he uh, found Sammy, uh, who scored in the corner. Fafida did look good uh, playing on that left edge there uh, with Tanner Boyd. Uh, there and then, um, you know, he just he bobbed up a little bit uh, on the other side as well. I, I like Fafita. Uh, I didn't bring him in for Super Coach. Uh, those that did bring him in, uh, he did reward you with 83 points. Uh, Brimson was 66. Uh, let's have a look further down here. Tino just 38. Bit of a quiet game from him. Uh, Tanner Boyd, very popular player, 35. Kieran Foran did take a um, knock to the knee. Uh, possible PCL, so it could be a few weeks for foreign, um, which is a bit of a concern. Uh, Khan Pereira, very, very popular cheapie. Uh, I had a look through my league, just had a wee scroll through before. Quite a lot of players had to play him in 17s and it didn't quite work out. I can see the reason. You're playing the Tigers uh, on a Sunday, uh, late Sunday afternoon. I can see the reasoning. Five points. So out there. Um, that might that might sting, and he might be uh, a permanent benchy for owners. Let's look at the Tigers. Adam Dewey with 89 scored a try. Uh, yeah, they need more from him, uh, but he can't do it by himself either. But 89, you are very happy as an owner with that. Alex Twile was 70, just just being just doing twile like stuff. Uh, you know, if he gets the minutes, he will score you points. He's a base beast. Uh, Isaiah Papali, speaking of base beast, 67 for him. Uh, David Clemmer was 61, kind of return we expected from Clemmer. Uh, Uta Kamani, just the 38, a uh, little bit disappointing there, uh, but we weren't alone. Tommy Talao was a bit of a cheapy option there, uh, just the 19 for him. Sean Bloor, a uh, very cheap option in your second row, 12. He did go off with a HIA uh, concerns there for him and for owners. Uh, look, the Tigers were disappointing. Uh, Coruscant uh, came on, oh, gee, I'm going to say the 20th, 25th minute there. I mean, he's the skipper. And what's he doing starting on the bench? I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all, I think. Just get him out there. Get him going. Um, I think the Tigers will improve. We'll see if Bateman comes in possibly this week. Uh, let's see if they improve. But concerning signs... If you're at home, you've got your rabid fan base there at your spiritual home at Leichhardt. You're playing a bit of a traditional uh, powder puff team in the Gold Coast Titans, and they beat you 22-10. You 
you know, there's concerns there for the Tigers. Look, and for the Titans, you will take that win every day of the week, bank the two points and move on. Uh, I thought they were pretty solid. I really did. I thought they were pretty solid and uh, deserved the win. We'll be back in a minute. All right, gang, the Benny Hill moment of the week, and it belongs to the Sydney Roosters. Uh, look, hand up for those that don't know, I am a fan of the Sydney Roosters. They are one of my favourite teams. Uh, and holy shit, weren't they terrible? Uh, getting their asses handed to them by um, by the Dolphins. And well done to the Dolphins, but, uh, but fuck me, the Roosters were absolutely terrible. Um, got killed in pretty much every single stat you can have. Uh, the, the completion rate, 22 of 35. Um, 15 errors, just not good enough. Just not good enough uh, for a $1.10 favourite uh, up against the Dolphins. And uh, look, I know it was a special occasion and all that, but for a star-studded side like the Roosters, uh, you expect a lot more. Uh, and I'm hoping for a massive improvement because it needs to happen, and it needs to happen next week. All right, let's have a look at the old best bets and see how we went. Um, not great, but uh, did actually make a massive $1.17 profit. From my $100 spent, uh, the $50 uh, went on the Panthers, Cowboys, and Roosters. Uh, one for three on the old sure thing there. Um, bump barrel, let's go. I had 20 bucks on Toto, Trebojevic, Mitchell, and Tedesco. One from four. That doesn't pay out either. Um, the winner I did have was 20 on Eel Storm, Sharks, Rabbitohs, and Titans and Tigers, all being either side 1 to 12. Uh, that came through at $5.05, returning 101.17. So that's where that massive buck 17 profit comes from. And out of my picks, Eels, Warriors, Panthers, Seagulls, Cowboys, Rabbitohs, Roosters, and Tigers, a quick count up 1, 2, 3. Four out of eight. Piss poor. Piss poor. Good thing is, I can come back and do it all again next week. All right, gang. So that's a bit of uh, round one action there. Uh, the review, which uh, I will try to pump out every Monday if I can. Uh, look, just great to have the footy back, isn't it? Uh, look, the standard wasn't uh, unbelievable, but uh, look, it's just great to have footy back. Uh, from a super coach perspective, 1161 for my team, the Tomahawks. Uh, pretty happy with that. Um, put the uh, C on Teddy like uh, I think a lot of people would have. Um, but uh, I'm pretty happy with that start to the year. Uh, keep a lookout for the news during the week. Uh, I will be planning on doing my uh, previews on a Wednesday or possibly a Thursday. And then uh, the reviews like this one try and pump that out on a Monday for you. Uh, any feedback, you can go through um, the anchor through Spotify or you can send me an email, nrlsctherapy at gmail.com. Happy to hear any feedback, good, bad or ugly. So um, if you're enjoying the show, thank you very much. Uh, be a friend and tell a friend all about it. And I will be back later in the week to go through what we should do heading into round two. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>